If you love the power bottom, you'll dig the hell out of this top five. Today on... Shit. That's gonna be unfortunate. That's going through the wrong output. And I'm just gonna talk right over chat. So, or I'm gonna talk right over the intro. Uh, That's hot. Go. Don't talk over the intro. To not do, you're like, under no, no like... circumstances, GP, should you talk over the intro. And let's yeah, not pro use I, profanity I was, for a while. And, and immediately I fires was, off a shit. Sorry, I was, Sorry, I was going to talk over the intro. Yeah, you're not. Jake is I gone am. for one show, and this is yeah. what happens. Yeah, man. I'm kidding. Everybody, hello. Welcome back to our podcast, Press B to Cancel. My name is Guy Prime. I'm joined today by my good friends, Sinistar. Sinistar, how you doing? I'm doing swell. How about you? I'm I'm nervous because we've had some technology issues with my mic, so I'm I'm nervous, but I'm hopeful. I just had so. some technology intro or uh, issues with the intro, so we're <laughs> all chart. It's your turn in a minute. Anyway. No, it's but, all right. My video looks like absolute trash. So quit we're saying great. that. You look smoking hot as a shark. Well, yeah, maybe. So, so Chardmuck, uh joining us today, and you're you're the focus of today's episode. So why don't you say hi to everybody and uh, show them some love, Shark Monk? Hi to everybody. I show you. I, I, we bring you love. <laughs> <laughs> Shard Shark, the Card Shark. It's Shark Monk. Mm. It's Shark Monk. Well, yes, but I, I wanted to say uh, Shard Shark because it sounds like Card. We shark. were. We have been talking a lot about card games lately no jake yeah. i am not gonna play marvel snap get off my fin <laughs> let's not dox anybody sick jake it's great to see you <laughs> <laughs> welcome in everybody jer what's going on uh no we're here this is basically like one of the most i don't want to say fan that sounds so bad but like viewer requested things is we need top five <laughs> episodes for for chard monk and then also for sinister today is just going to be Shark Monk, because what can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I had shit no on my pointed things that scares the hell out of me. <laughs> my mic is cut out twice today, guys. I'm gonna in, tell in, you if I don't hear you, I'm gonna room. do this. So now I have to watch your video. How am I supposed to do that? I'm looking at me all the time, and I'm gonna I'm do this. Name. I'm gonna be like, you okay, might that I can pick up on. That's good. <laughs> maybe we can do this. No, that's something that's different. Circle. That's yeah, that's that's sort of used. <laughs> In the, in the vernacular. So anyway, today we're going to be discussing Chard Monk's top five. Um, this will be another, it's a continuation of a previous series where we had all discussed individually our top five and bottom five uh, most and least favorite games of all time. Today we're going to work with Chard, but just the top five. And then eventually we will also do Sinistar's top five in another episode. And then they will each get sequel episodes regarding their power bottom. So uh, let's go ahead and start Best off. power Chard. bottom in the business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so many jokes I can't say. So, before we get started with your your number five pick, your bottom of the top, as it were, uh, I got to ask: When did you start gaming, and what was the first game that made a major impression on you as a human being, not as a gamer, as a person? You're gonna like this. You'll like sure. this. I started gaming probably six seven ish maybe when motor function was was more 
solidified at a young child's age, I guess. I don't know. My parents bought us a Nintendo in 87 Sinistar. Is that when it came out? 87, I believe it was. Yeah, it was 87. So we got one when they first were released. <clears throat> and I have two older sisters, so you know they were playing it too, and then I was playing it, but I'm 11 years and 5 years apart from my two older sisters. So there's a pretty big age gap between you know when we were playing all that stuff so i kind of vicariously hung out with them and and played it we played uh my my three games that i remember specifically uh obviously uh Star's favorite game super mario brothers um uh california games no which one's power mm. pad olympic games which one's the power pad yeah it was olympic games or we stadium, olympic stadium games. games it was also it was, on there we just Olympic because I remember the long jump we'd run on the pad real hard. Mm-hmm. And then when you jump, you jump off the pad and then the guy like flies like mm-hmm. 400 feet and then you jump back on the pad and you get the highest points. Um, and Zelda Legend of Zelda was uh, that. But if we I mean, those games obviously made an impact because it was the first like real video games we played back in the day. I'm sure I played like the Atari. I, 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 I distinctly remember playing like Pitfall and um and Pong, of course, because mm-hmm. it was on there. Um, but not enough to be like, ah, those were my first. Like, I can't, I could claim they are my first, but they were, I was probably just messing around with stuff. The, the real, the real system that was like my first was the, the NES. Um, but the first game to make an impact on me as a human person in the world. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this, GP? I'm sitting. It's Final Fantasy IV. What? Yep. I love that answer. I knew you would. Um, that was one of the first games where I was like, story, hello. Mm-hmm. Favorite characters, which my my avatar is of. Uh, right. Thank you, score. Um, and sick plot twists, because there was one in that one towards the end. Yeah. Uh, sold. So I, I'd have to say that out of all of my, which is, I mean, I played the first Final Fantasy, of course, but we also did D&D. Mm-hmm. And as much as I like you know, the first Final Fantasy, there's not a lot to it other than I can tell you my my beginning childhood memory of the first Final Fantasy was the Marsh Cave and never getting beyond that. So, yeah. you know, we didn't get very far in that when we were younger. It took me about 18 years to go back and finish that one up when I had the patience to actually grind and do what you're supposed to do. Um, yeah. But but Final Fantasy IV had the, had the most lasting effect on me from that point on. And then Everything else yeah. is sky's the limit on that one. Final Fantasy Four was SNES, right? Yes. yes. Well, it was two okay. in the states, four in the SNES. So, right. But so. I'm I'm saying like you went all the way through NES era, and I know you were a Genesis kid as well. Yeah. And it took, and it was the SNES that actually picked up finally. A, yeah, a game that's why that I always touched, wanted one. And touched I never, you in the special place. It did. I mean, I love Sonic the Hedgehog. Don't get me wrong, Sonic the Hedgehog will always have a special place in my heart because that was like. We were cool. We were the cool kids. We got the Sega Genesis, you know. My my grandmother, my grandmother, blast processing, sir. Blast, yeah, processing. blast processing. My grandmother, farty more farty base, please. Had the Sega Genesis. She had Alter Beast, and she had like uh, what Arnold Palmer Golf or something. Because my grandfather was an avid golfer, and I was playing it at my grandparents' house one day. I was like, "This is kind of cool." So they got me that. They got me the Genesis for for Christmas. Um, and as much as I love playing Sonic, and I remember sitting at my my childhood friend's house with a tape recorder 
and a speaker next to the TV speaker recording the sonic levels that we liked onto our tape, like on repeat, so mm-hmm. we can listen to it later. I mean, that there's that, but honest to God, like even now, Final Fantasy IV holds holds the most like impressiveness to me. And I still yeah. love the game. I mean, I'll go back and play Sonic. I'm cool with it, but it, it just holds the most weight out of everything. Can I point out what a charmed life you lived? My grandmother didn't even have a microwave. She refused to have a microwave. She's like, I don't know what that's for. Well, when you're born in the 1940s and technology doesn't exist, Sinistar, then you know that kind of that stuff kind of happens. That's fair. Microwaves that's fair. are a hoax. Perpetrated by the media. <laughs> sorry. Uh, the sorry. liberal by, media by, no, no, no. and their by microwaves. Big, uh, their big, big microwave. gadgets. Your big, yeah. big, 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 big microwave. pharma microwave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we're gonna, ironically, we're so many people. Yeah, we probably are. Ironically, Either that or like, gonna, I should have never gained been a bunch. Here. I should have never true. been here. Uh, okay. Well, and I want to give. Well, okay, let me say this. I appreciate your appreciation for Final Fantasy IV, and for as similar uh, personality-wise as you and I are, uh, we'll always have that. And for anything we ever disagree on, be it Russell Wilson or various things. I don't um, disagree. Listen, hold on. Before you continue that, um, I'm sorry, as I was the biggest and avid, I'm actually wearing a Russell Wilson shirt right now because I love this shirt, but unfortunately he's still in the back of it. Uh, Russell Wilson's a shark? Yes, if he continues <laughs> to fail, and not only do we get into the playoffs and get a high draft round pick for their trade, uh, I hope that whole Broncos Nation tanks. So go KC. Yeah, absolutely. Chiefs Kingdom. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, but anyway, wanted to show love to you on that and then uh, give you the heads up. I have done a bit of extensive research chart uh, on you, your stream, and some of oh. your, your history as well. So with that in mind, um, uh, see, we got the intro. We did. Your Are we original about to dox okay. chart? No, no, absolutely not. Uh, but I do have an address for him. Uh, I, I'm kidding. That said, you went on record on a stream of yours, uh, January 19th, 2019, where you said Commodore 64 is where it's at, and compared to the Apple II, every other gaming system can eat a dong? Uh, why would you say that, and do you stand by it? That's a Commodore 64 Mini, right? I there, don't know what Sinistar's. I think he smells burnt toast because he looks like he's having a stroke right now. Do we? <laughs> do we need to get out to no, Colorado no. Right, and save him? Right there, right there is a is a is a Commodore 64 Mini, right there. I Come on, a, please. I have a please question. Don't dodge the question. I have a question. I'm redirecting. Um, first of all, none of that is true. That is that is falsely been stated. It might have been January 21st. I might so be you don't even have days. your dates right. How am I supposed to believe you? Wow. This is a a facade, and I'm tired of it. (laughs) Good callback. For anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, check out two weeks ago our podcast here on Press B to Cancel. It's the Visage or Visage or Visage episode. Big age. (laughs) Yes. Nice. Okay, well, let's let's get into the numbers then, since I've already been uh, uncovered as a a non-reliable narrator. A false just prophet. Into the facts. I'm sorry, but the term <laughs> is liar. Wow. Oh, okay. Okay. To each his own. That's fine. Um, but okay. With all that out of the way, let's start talking about the games. We're 15 minutes in and I want you to, to just give us your honest thoughts and opinions. Don't let, I just don't want you to play to the crowd. Let us know what your heart feels 
And this is a safe place. Uh, we're not here to judge. We are here to listen and ask questions. So what is your fifth favorite game of all time? Courage. Courage. <laughs> You're giving me the news face. I love it. Um, I, I ha- I'm going to go with Final Fantasy 4 is, is my fifth favorite game charge, of all time. Charge. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. It has Final Fantasy 4 has a lot of lasting love to it. Um, it's got some great characters. It was one of the first RPG stories that I fell in love with that consequently made me fall in love with the rest of the Final Fantasy series um, and, and made me the RPG streamer that I am today. So I, I'm going to give uh, the five overall spots uh, to Kane, Cecil, and Rosa uh, and Radia. Radia? Okay. Bye. Points for, for pronunciation. You butchered Ridia, but Cecil, that's good. So You mean Cecil? Short, Cecil, you're Cecil? an aficionado. Don't don't sell yourself short. That's Delicious. a solid pick for five. That's that's good. Uh, Sinistar, what are your thoughts on, on Chard's uh, fifth spot? Well, I, I'm I'm honestly worried about your your mental health uh, GP on this one because mm. if I remember right, this is your number one pick. And, yes, and for me, having, but again, having it flip from a number one to a number five, I worry about your mental health. I, I look, think, I think, yeah. Just because I'm into something doesn't mean that I expect everybody to be into it as well. Uh, Is that true? I won't go into the details there. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, I'm just happy, you know. What does GP how... always say? It's like, let me explain to you guys. We can have a debate and I'll tell you why I'm right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's yes. No, it, honestly, knowing how wonderful and and well versed and experienced is uh, Chard is in RPGs, specifically Final Fantasy, uh, for four to be on the list at all, I'm like absolutely. I I understand that it's far from a perfect game, but it is the gift that keeps on giving. It's been ported however many times. See, and they and that's, graphics and playability. And this is and, why this is why it drops so low, GP, because it took like four iterations to really. Get it done. And then they released the after years. Okay, that's a step back, yeah. And I wept openly. Okay, so before I click send on this message to 8-Bit to to do a wellness check on you, you're okay, GP? Yeah, the cops are are already on the way. I already called them. All right, all right. Okay, well, then we're going to speed this up, everybody. (laughs) Chart, I'm going to go and guess your top four, and I just need you to nod furiously, okay? (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Okay, so Final Fantasy IV, for anybody who hasn't ever listened to the podcast, is a game that... Probably should have won the bracket challenge, but it wasn't even in the top five uh, or top three, I think, right? It wasn't in top three, bronze. but it probably made top five. Yeah, there we are. So, no, that's that's fair and, and admirable. Uh, so let's move on to four. What do you got for four? Final Fantasy four? No, 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 for your top four. Oh, fourth overall. You're familiar uh, with the category. It's, it's in today, all right? five spots. This is going to be a real short episode. Final Fantasy four. Yeah. <laughs> So Final Fantasy IV is probably going to be my fourth spot. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, it's that a new so one. It's a new, we got a new co- a new incoming uh, game that uh, impressed me so much it shot right up the line. Um, most of you know that I've talked about it verbatim. Uh, actually, I've been very good about not talking about it the last couple of episodes. Uh, but when I was first introduced to Press Me to Cancel, uh, I pretty much talked about it every freaking stream. You know why? Because it's spectacular. Elden freaking ring if you liked it you should have put an elden ring on it today on 
Chardmunk's top five. Oh, let me kick off the intro again. Hang on. No, but for real, it's that game is incredible, and I don't care how much it's it's Dark Souls four. I don't care. I don't. I don't care. It it is perfect from start to finish. It's trolly. It's difficult. It's beautiful. It's whimsical. It's spectacular. And if they changed it to Dark Souls four, we're like, oops put the wrong title on it i'd still love it and rose by any other name right uh, it's a great it's a great great game and uh definitely deserves to be my top five so now, okay sorry go ahead uh, start. i was gonna say my question now i i maybe we end up earlier in or, or, or lower in your list or upper higher in your list but um can i pass on a question Okay. Yes. Actually, pass. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to it based on the rest of your. That's list. good because we'll I'm gonna pass okay. it then too. Okay. Because yeah, question. he just said his number four spot was a quote perfect game from start to finish. So our job now, Sinistar, is going to be pretty easy. Uh, so well, anyway, I think no. it's this. I think it's Elden Ring three, two, mm-hmm. one again now. Right? Mm-hmm. No. Right. So, My third okay. pick is no, Final no, no, Fantasy IV. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Chop the gun on that. <laughs> Final Fantasy IV DS. <laughs> Different beast altogether. It's great. Perfect. GBA. Start, to, start to finish. It's Three extra it's dungeons and four extra call monsters. Done and done. Yeah. All right. What are these? What are these augments? Yes, please. Let's Thank for you. Those, for those, Cactar, for those let's go. For those that haven't listened to our Elden Ring episode or haven't played it or give us a little bit of a taste of Elden Ring and then maybe talk a little bit. I know you said perfect front to back, but maybe talk a little bit about your love for it. Let's qualify that. Let's unpack Mm -hmm. that. Well, uh, Elden Ring didn't require any kind of uh, major hot fixes to make the game good. It was good right out the bat. When I fired it up. Cyberpunk is right out. Pretty much. Anything, okay. anything, anything starting out from Red Project, unfortunately, from CD Red Project. Don't dox me. I'm sorry. But hey, release something good at the start. Don't spend six months on it. And if it's not ready yet, just tell everybody to F off and don't release it, please. God, for Look God's sakes. You. I'm sorry. That stuff drives just, me crazy. We talked about it, though. Why is it that yeah. the gamers have to come out and say, hey, this is all broken when they're like, we know. Yeah, <laughs> right. Sorry. You know, we didn't think you, you know, If we figured you would say something and we'd fix it. It's like if my wife comes and tells, if the dishes are in the sink and they're overflowing and mm. I look at it and go, huh, should probably do that and then walk away and then my wife comes to me six months later and goes, ah, uh, are you going to freaking fix this or not? Oh, yeah, I the guess fly, I should do the that. Flies, huh? The yeah. flies are hatching. We should resolve yeah. this. At that point, you have a, a toys in the attic from Cowboy Bebop sort of situation. Right. And that's that's dangerous. I, it's okay. it's silly. So so say, on the beta okay, that, so, getting, so not, getting Elden Ring a, released. Not being a it, beta tester is, is a high value for you here. Uh, not on something I spent 60 bucks for. Like, if right. you're going to go in and be like, hey, test, test this game for me real quick, bro. Sure. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, it's good. Or, you know, the jump sucks. Or blah, 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 blah. Or it's broken. Like, mm-hmm. unplayably broken on my PS4. Mm-hmm. Why did you release it for this? You should have just lied and said, you know what? It ain't going for... It's going mm-hmm. to the new stuff. Sorry, guys. Then I would have been like, right. hey, that sucks. But at least I'm not disappointed and spent $60 on it. But we're not talking okay. about that. Uh, no. Elden Ring no. came right no. out the gate. Came right out the gate hot. I read about it. I was hyped about it because I love FromSoft games. I'm a big FromSoft 
dude. There were three swamps. But the best part about at swamps in Elden Ring was that I didn't feel like I was freaking forced and stuck there like I was in Dark Souls 3. I felt like I could wander through it and be like, well, this sucks. I'm out. And I'd leave. It wasn't like Dark Souls, like, well, I literally got to walk through all that. It's the whole Jenna, ah, Jenna, ah, Jenna, ah, you know, the whole thing. So I like, I like my Dark Souls to be open world, apparently, and explorative and adventurous with surprises around every turn. Um, Though Dark Souls is just quoted to be very difficult and a big learning curve and that all that stuff. Elder Ring was the same way. But it was, it was beautiful. Like, I don't know a soul. Even if you're not into Dark Souls games, I don't know a human being that walked out of that underground area when you first started and you take that lift up and you walk out and you see the Erd tree and you see the, the Stormvale castle and all that. So I'm shaking my desk because I'm so passionate about this. <laughs> and, and you look out into the, in the horizon and you see the lands between and you're like, excuse me, I am playing this now. And you just you would just walk around then you get slapped in the face by a century but that you know that's that's fine and that i appreciated that that they put a boss literally five steps out of the starting area that's <laughs> from soft i love you i love you for that shit that's so trolly but um it's great the story's great it's not linear i like i like my open world games but sometimes uh i.e red dead redemption and red dead redemption 2 i have a very difficult time completing open world games because i get so lost in the world around me that i'm like hey let's go check out some other things and ride around and do some stuff with elden ring there is that but there still feels like there's direction like hey there's a cave let's go into this cave oh i fought a boss oh cool i got a new weapon power ability armor something you get something good out of it instead of I saved this screaming chick running through the fields again. I'm going to go rob a train again. Wow. Like, I don't know. I just, I just felt like there was a lot more risk reward in, in Elden sure. Ring. And I appreciated that. And I, the boss fights were spectacular. Absolutely fun to do. They were Milena, 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 oh, but I beat her. Did I, I beat her? And I beat her. Well, yeah. listen, it's a challenge. And I, I sometimes like to have challenges. I like to be challenged. Sometimes I want to split my controller in half and throw it across the room. It happens. I am an emotional person. But Elden I, Ring did it in such a way that they were telling me how beautiful I was every time they punched me in the face. And I'd be like, you know what? This ain't so bad. At least I'm pretty. Isn't that called an abusive relationship? It is. But you know what? I got out of it. Okay. But I'm, I feel her calling me again. I feel her calling me again. <laughs> Also, the screaming right. chick running through the field has a name, okay? It's 2022, Chart. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought uh, it was 2021, said, but all right. <laughs> uh, that said, yeah, I, I don't think that Elden Ring being in the top five is going to be necessarily a hot take. I think that's a solid choice, and I think mm -hmm. most of the world would uh, agree with you. And I am happy that your top five is not necessarily all one genre or one no. era of gamings. Nope. Uh, a, a little bit of a hot take there would be, you know, uh, I guess a hot take about cyberpunk between you and Matthew Perry. Keanu Reeves has had a rough week. We love you, Keanu. We love you, Keanu. Uh, absolutely. Um, let's go back to quotes. This was from right after you'd gotten a raid in a stream a couple of weeks ago. You said character development from wire to wire is incredibly important to me. You said Zelda and anybody from Melee 
is horrible and did it wrong. Cool spot for the Super Nintendo and Mario RPG is where it's at. End quote. So here's a question. You realize a lot of the characters wait, from Mario wait, RPG are, you are sh- in wait, Melee. Are you sure you weren't watching Jake's stream? Because that certainly sounds like something you might have mixed no, up. No, no. His, his was Circus Charlie. <laughs> no, let me let me paraphrase every sick Jake stream for the next couple of weeks. Have you guys played Marvel Snap? Or Circus I'm Charlie. I'm playing that's, it. Yeah, Everybody should play every it. every MP. That's literally every MP we've had since, what, last... Or- Tuesday or, or Circus Charlie. My favorite is still the, it's yeah. it's a schizophrenic relationship because it's guys. You play Marvel Snap. You guys play Don't Marvel play Snap. It. You need to go Don't play Marvel play Snap. You should play Don't Marvel play Snap it. next day, guys. Don't play Marvel Snap. Don't play it. It's <laughs> I, I know it's got I a paywall. Before. It's behind it. I know I was hyping it up. Don't play it. Don't waste your time. Next day, it's it's guys, bots until level thirty, and I can't I was beat wrong. them. There's not a paywall. It's all cosmetics. You should play Marvel Snap. Have you played Marvel Snap yet? You should play Marvel Snap. Not sponsored. Love love you, Jake. And this literally has been a roller coaster of emotions from start to finish on on my Marco Polos. I'm at work, and I've got 40 Marco Polos of Jake (laughs) literally doing 180 so bad, I had to go see a chiropractor because my neck (laughs) literally almost snapped (laughs) off my neck. My neck no. almost snapped off my neck. That's how bad it was. I'm still hey scared. Hey guys, and no, play I haven't Snap. played Marvel Snap yet. Play Marvel Snap. No, I, no I, I don't think I'm going to. But also, in a more realistic sense, I will. Um, thank you, Jake, for the recommendation. Sorry, sick Jake. God dang it. Uh, so to continue on, before we move to your number three, with that quote about character development, in your opinion, humble though infinitely correct it might be, what game or specifically what character has had the best, most satisfying character arc, considering where the game ends oh, compared to where it started. Man, God, there's no wrong answer, except there is. Sonic no, the Hedgehog. Opinion. God dang it, Sinistar. <laughs> <laughs> character arc. Yeah, I'm gonna toss Who up two. I'm gonna toss up Tails. two names. Tails. <laughs> Jake will strongly disagree with that. Tails had the strongest character arc in any in any look, game. It's almost canon look, how strong a, his character arc. Is. I've had a lot of water. We're good. <laughs> no, um, I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you, and one will lead into my third. So that'll be cool. Okay, I like this. This is a weird selection, but Kefka is my first character arc impressiveness because he he was a stupid shitty little clown. And then he turned into the destroyer of worlds. So he succeeded. Yeah, he succeeded exactly. Absolutely. So, um, big fan of that uh, of that character arc and uh, Isaac Clark from Dead Space, which then leads me into my top three game, Dead Space. Not the remake. Not one. I mean, I'm not sorry. Not two. Not three. Dead Space One. Dead Space One has got to be one of the greatest horror survival games I have ever played in my life. And one of the few games that after I completed it, literally fired it back up and played it from start to finish again. I mean, like that same night. Obviously, I didn't finish that same night. But I, when I finished the game, I was like, well, we're going to do this round again. And I literally mm-hmm. played it again. That's I'm, I'm going to throw out strong choice. I I, uh, I purposefully, I, I know that there was a little question as to whether you'd posted your list previously or not. I purposefully did not look at it, and so I am surprised. I am honestly, genuinely surprised at uh, Dead Space making number three for you. Dead Space had so much going on. I 
I'm not great at following games. To be honest with you. There are more times than not someone's going to come to me and be like, hey, did you hear that the DLC for Resident Evil was coming out today? What? They made DLC of Resident Evil 8 today? They came out today? This was a true conversation, by the way. I knew it was coming, but I didn't pay enough attention to it. And I love Resident Evil 8 that I was like, oh, I need to be on this. Like the day it comes out, I have to be on this. That was Dead Space. That was Dead Space. I saw an article in Game Informer, God, 2005, I think is when it was released or around that time. Maybe it was a year earlier. And I read about this game from cover to cover about how they use uh, no heads up display because that was kind of a new thing. I wouldn't say it was a new thing, but it was kind of a new thing. They were kind of pioneering the the lack of heads up display in the game, how your life was put on your character's body. The third person view was to allow better immersion into the game instead of the clunky first person view. Your ammunition was on your gun. And the only thing that really is terrible about Dead Space, which is very, very limited, is, is the item management thing. And that's pretty much with any freaking game these days is item management. It's kind of a pain in the butt. But 2008. 2008. Okay, so it was a little bit later on. Um, I did read it a couple years before it was coming out. It was still in production. It was still like they did a whole like, this game's going to come out in a couple years. And I rode the Dead Space wave all the way out. And this was before I was like an avid scary game streamer or scary game player for that matter. Cause there wasn't a whole lot of streaming back in 2008, um, at least for me, but <clears throat> I love everything about it. I love the atmosphere. I love the music. I love the characters. I love that the protagonist was non-verbal. He didn't say anything except when he get punched by something, he'd grunt. I love the guy's armor. I thought the armor was the mm -hmm. coolest goddamn thing. And apparently you can buy it if you pre-order the Dead Space remake. They actually have his helmet that you can get. And I'm this close to dropping 200 bucks on this. Thing. Oh. Um, I, I like love Dead Space. I was so terrified about it. And somebody at my work brought it up today that they thought it was really cool that instead of being like a zombie game where you go for the head, it didn't matter. It did not matter. Yeah. And you had yeah. to, you could body blast them. You could take their heads off. You could do whatever. They're still coming at you. And I loved, I loved that. I loved the response. I loved everything about that game. Uh, and it terrified me. It scared the hell out of me. If you could put me out in the middle of outer space and literally take nothing but the sound of my own breath away mm -hmm. from me, and then you'd say, have things sneak up on top of me to attack me. Oh. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. The use of the soundscape, the use of the environment, the way that the game played exactly like Event Horizon, which is one of my all-time favorite horror films. Yeah. Um, it's it's great. So long live the uh, Ishimura. Like yeah. I we said, like I said, strong choice. I yeah. I firmly agree that that's the top five game. Yeah, and see, I think more so than your other picks so far, this has really been the embodiment of what this category is about something that may not be on everybody's an argument can be made for it. If you feel you need to. Mm. Um, but right. the, I want to touch on what you said about um, as soon as I beat it, I, I fired it back up and started again. That in itself could be an entire episode because I think that's a very short list. Mm. I know for, for myself, there's maybe two or three games I've ever done that with. Yeah, and me too. So even if you're not somebody who has ever played this game, you can identify to that concept and that feeling of, wow, what a rush, what a ride. I immediately need to do this. I want to go it again. It's, it's again. like being at a roller coaster park and you're exactly. on the ride and nobody's there. Like, you know, the line's like empty. And the guy's mm -hmm. like, you want to go again? 
even though you're already sitting on it, you're like, yeah, put me on it again. And then they just shoot you again through. It's the exact same thing where it's like, this was so adrenaline rush. Like, I don't want to come down yet. I'm ready to go back in there and do it again. And I've, I've had to have played dead space. God, hundreds of times uh, up to this point. And it's such a, a unique thing. I mean, there's a lot of unique aspects to it, but to be able to provide the experience of, you know, you were talking about just floating in space and being out there surrounded by nothing still somehow, you feel claustrophobic yeah and it's so bizarre and that lonely. kind of juxtaposition it's yeah, so lonely out there it's the it's execution so of perfect but it raises that question which you know okay in that scenario which is more scary being alone or not realizing that you're not alone yeah you know I mean? exactly when you think you're alone and you get comfortable that game puts you in a state of like okay i think i'm good and you'll be walking down a corridor and then mm-hmm. you get grabbed by the tentacle guy Mm -hmm. you know and he starts dragging you and it and it comes out of left field and i'll tell you what guys i've played that game hundreds of times and no matter how many times i do it i still get jump scared by certain points of that game i don't expect it and i've i've watched my vods of other people and myself playing it and no matter what are you there okay yeah you're still here i uh i still it's okay no sorry everything cut cut out for me for a second oh you're sorry 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 Still good. Uh, I, no, I'm I, that way with the the ring movie. Uh, you know, I don't I don't have jump scares, but every time they open that closet and that you know head falls forward, I know yeah. it's coming for an hour and a half. I'm like, I can't watch it this time. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I didn't uh, mean uh, to talk over you. Since start, no, you're, you got? you're you're fine. You you you. I mean, you just rightfully so. You point out that when you go out into space, like the only sound you have is your breathing in your suit, right? And yeah, which which is refreshing because that's real. Right. right. Like exactly. Th- it's real. Like right. every other game, you're like out in space and you're like pew, pew, pew. Yeah, right. You can't hear anything. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's so great. And, and you're and also you have limited air supply. So you're yes. seeing this number over your back. Uh-huh. And they were this is the ingenious thing about this is that they put it in numbers. Right. But they put mm-hmm. it in freaking seconds. They put like milliseconds on there. So it's going faster than what it actually like it's going. <laughs> so you're like losing your mind because you're watching the seconds go by. Right. And you're not paying attention to the minutes. So it's making you think about it more. You're like, oh, I got to get an air tank or I got to find uh, an airlock somewhere. And it's you, you could easily just stroll through it. It'd be fine. But it's so panic and anxiety inducing that you're like running to try yeah. and get through this. And then, of course, there's somebody out there, you know, wants to stab you in the chest, but you can't hear it. But it's just chilling out there, spazzing out, you know, mm-hmm. freaking out like they do. It's it's a complete sidestep to what you're saying, but it's along those lines with the timer. Uh, the other side of that, things that count down slow at the beginning, but eventually pick up. There's a horrible transition. Sorry. The movie Rocky for anybody who's seen it, uh, Stallone takes Adrian on a date to a skating rink that, uh, in the script was supposed to be full of people, but because of budgetary constraints, nobody was there. They couldn't afford to pay the extras. So it's just him and her. And they have to pay this guy like, you know, 10 bucks for 10 minutes on the rink. So like after a first minute, you hear him just yell out from the background, nine minutes. And then they just keep talking. And then, Seven minutes and they get annoyed with it, but it picks up the pacing of the scene and it's, it's brilliant. So I think they, they use that and they're like, no, fuck that. That's too much milliseconds on this yeah. piece. They get it going. Yeah. It's, get it's it, funny to see the numbers like taking down yeah. and you're, you got like well, 20 other, minutes, but it looks like you've got like two. <laughs> you're already other, out of time. Yeah. yeah. The other side of it is like, you know, going back to my favorite game, Super Mario Brothers, you know, when the clock gets toward us uh, like 30 seconds or whatever, the music speeds up, right? right? In this game, if you're not paying attention to your suit, 
you're not you're you have no awareness because there's no noise right 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 yeah. so, except, except you hear <sighs> <sighs> and you see the numbers turn red and you're like oh i'm a hell of suffocating out here we gotta go <laughs> it's uh it's trent Reznor doing the drowning sound in uh in quake right yes that's the one <laughs> that's the one god bless you trent Reznor. god yeah. bless you trent Reznor. Uh, uh if you okay. want to come on the podcast we'll have you anytime trent Yes, I yep. have a million yep. and one questions. You know, okay, sorry, again, tangent here. But if ever, you know, Trent Reznor was was going to consider it. I would weep. I would this. openly oh, weep. I, 100%. This would be me the entire episode. My wife would be popping up in the background all the time, being like, here's my <laughs> phone number. And I'd be cool Mine with it. Mine too. She'd be coming yeah. in through the... The, what is it? The upper level of the water here. Like, psh. I mean, let's be <laughs> let's be real, guys. I'd be holding up my phone number. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would be. Like... be I'm like, yes, that's my wife's number. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, interesting little tidbit of trivia here. He did a music video that, of course, was never able to be shown on TV because of nudity. Mm-hmm. Um, with Happiness Bob, I forget the guy's last name. Bob Flanagan. Off. Oh, yeah. Flanagan. Okay. He was he was kind of a world famous stand up comic slash sadomasochist. Yep. Uh, he also had cystic fibrosis. Yeah. So Trent Reznor, if ever you were looking for somebody else to know, was CF rest in peace, Bob. Uh, boom. There you go. Mm. So interesting. That's my that's my sales pitch to. <laughs> He's never going to hear this. It's no, fine. That's fine. You never know. Yeah. These things get around and be like these these uh, four these three I'm, idiots were talking to you talking about you on their podcast. I'm adding hashtag one of them look like Trent a shark. Reznor. You should check this out. <laughs> I'm adding hashtag Trent Reznor to the episode. Please title. do. Please and, do. Yeah, and the reason the reason for the shark suit is because every day is exactly the same. That said, <laughs> I know now we're all thinking about the song. Uh, okay. Yep. So this this uh, is the only time I feel alive. I love it. Uh okay. <laughs> So, yeah, I know how the podcast started. Or I don't remember how the podcast started, but I know exactly how it'll end. <laughs> Today on. <laughs> Today on. There we are. And then he can do a version of the opening song. It'd be uh-huh. great. And yeah. we'll all be sad. There is no me. There is only retro. Oh, I love it. Guys, we need to do that episode. Okay. Uh, hey, Char, if, I'm referencing. I'm sorry. Go ahead, go. sir. No, I was going to say, if we do our our celebrity episode this year, and it's Trent Reznor, uh, front and center, I'm hosting that all the way home. Yes. We might have to arm sure. wrestle for that. <laughs> sure. And we do need to try to swing for the fences um, for this year's celebrity episode. Last year's celebrity episode was me. And well, uh, you are kind of a big deal. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> you, you I remember are, you guys hey, offered me money and I'm like, that's way are, too much. You are right here. <laughs> okay. Didn't we already uh, have our celebrity episode uh, two weeks ago? It was Sinstress? Sinstress? Yes. Well, I yeah. love that. That was a great that's episode, true. by the way. Yeah, that's true. Agreed. She was fantastic. She was so good. I worried for my job. Mm-hmm. Same. Uh, okay. So Same. before we get to number two, Chard, I'm quoting an interview that you gave in 1994, the August issue of Playboy, where you said Resident Evil didn't peak until five. Can you speak to that? Do you still feel that way? I was in middle school. I don't know how I got into Playboy. But that's pretty. You said impressive. you were very worldly. <laughs> very worldly. I'm very worldly. That's true. Um, I get around. Um, Beach Boys. It was the short-lived Beach boys, yeah. boys of high school era of, uh, yeah. of Playboy. Sorry, YouTube. <laughs> they had the Starbucks chicks. They might have had the boys of high boys of middle school. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'll be honest with you. I haven't liked Resident Evil since the original three. Um, then I fell off of it and then, uh, seven and eight brought me back 
and then the remake two brought me back and I didn't get a chance yeah. to play remake one yet. And I hear remake three is kind of trash. So I was a little sad about that. Yeah. But. Okay. So, so walking mm-hmm. back from the interview and that's fine. Uh, you know, we grow our opinions change. That's, that's fine. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's look into what is your number two game on this top five list? So here's the problem. Here's the toughest. This was the toughest split that I've had to make. Um, okay. And I'm, I'm both happy and, and disappointed that this is my number two pick out of all. Um, there's a lot of things about it's this particular list, game. Dude. I know, I know. But I have a lot of inner turmoil about these decisions. Um, as much as I wish it could just share a place in the sun, uh, Icarus flew by himself. So I'm going to have to go ahead and pick uh, Chrono Trigger as my number two overall game, which was not an easy decision to make. I had hoped that game would show up on the list and i'm yeah. glad that it is that high real quick just to clarify when you say it was you know so close are you talking about between dead space and chrono trigger or chrono no. trigger and whatever the number one part chrono is? trigger and whatever number one was so would you say they're maybe interchangeable depending on your mood uh, could be they, it does okay. it is dis- there is some definite definition between how i feel now and and how i could feel next week but to yeah. be honest with you it, it's always this kind of it's always been just one step behind. It's been one millisecond behind this game, uh, my number gotcha. one game, which we'll we'll get into. Wait, yeah, let's not do that yet. Okay, so let's talk about Chrono Cross or Chrono Trigger. Sorry, the far superior. We were talking about top five, not bottom five. Okay, yeah, there we go. Can't sure wait for that episode. That. That's going to be Oof. awesome. Anyway, so yeah, tell us about the your entirety of the Tales series. <laughs> when did you when did you pick it up? What was your first playthrough, and how have you evolved with that game over time? Chrono Trigger was the we we got that the day it came out. We went and purchased it, and we were one of the lucky few that actually got our hands on it before it was sold out. Um, mm-hmm. Like release date, I I can't honestly remember the release date exactly, but um, I remember popping it in. I remember the clock coming down. I remember the amazing theme music kicks in, and you hear the. <laughs> And you see the plane, the jet, you know, Epoch flying by. And they're doing the tech attacks. There's a lot of really cool sound effects. You go with, go with this game. Um, and uh, I loved it. I loved everything. I loved the the taller sprites. I loved the sprite work in the game. I loved how everything looked like Dragon Ball Z uh, mm-hmm. because of the artist. Um <sighs> I love the story. I love time traveling stories and stuff like that. For the most part, you got to do it right. But there was everything about the be able being able to see. This is I'm so weird about this. So geek. So if you do something in the past and you go to the future and it's the same as it was when you fixed it in the past or whatever, I love that stuff. Like doing the side quest stuff in the game, where like you go in the past to fix the forest, and you go in the future to go pick up Robo who's been there for thousands of years tilling the forest and stuff, and then you bring him back to life and he joins your team again. You go into the robots, you fight the robot things. This game had so much emotion attached to it on top of that. Watching Robo get his ass kicked by his brothers and sisters was probably one of the first like, first or second times I've cried in a video game, and I still get depressed watching that scene because it's very difficult to watch, and it's a goddamn 16-bit side-scrolling straight RPG. Are you kidding me? It still elicits that kind of response out of me to this day at 40 freaking years old as it did when I was whatever, how old I was, like 11 or 10 or 12 when this came out. Um, I love all the characters. Is that a character in that game that I'm like, yo, fuck this guy. Not a, not one of them. 
I love every single character in that game. I love to interchange them. I, I, growing up and playing it more, like I appreciated more things about it that I didn't as a kid because I was very much focused on like how cool Magus was. And yes, that's how I'm going to pronounce it for the remainder of the stream. Go ahead and at me. I'm not calling him Magus. I don't care what you say. It's Magus because they're magicians, not magicians. Um, Frog. It could be frog. One of the greatest characters of all time. I've been uh, mm -hmm. quoted on that uh, many times in my stream saying that chrono, the silent protagonist from start to finish. I love it. Um, I love the spoiler alert. I love that they kill the main character at some point in the game. Yeah. 96 guys get over it. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Tell them it like it is. Yeah. And I love that this was one of the first games that had multiple endings to it. And you can, mm -hmm. you can choose to defeat the boss, like right out the gate. If you wanted to, um, I've gotten every single ending. I've got the RA badge to prove it. Um, I, I loved playing that game. Even when we were RA badging it and I had to play it like three times over again, didn't care. I love playing Chrono Trigger. I think it is. And the music, the music. This is the only reason that this game could ever get boosted over my top game is solely from the music itself. It has the greatest video game soundtrack next to the one that I will be talking about last, which I'm pretty sure everybody will be able to guess by this point. Um, I, I, I listen to it at work religiously. I listen to different mm -hmm. renditions, different variations, different composers, different DJs that spin different songs to this soundtrack. It is that freaking good and I could get lost in it. And it's short for an RPG in the sense of things. For an RPG, it's it's a quick turnaround and it's doesn't drag. It doesn't drag on. It doesn't lull. There's no points in the game where you're like, oh god, I hate going to the the end of time. Oh god, I hate going to the last stage. Everything about that game is fun and cool and exciting and it's slick and it's what the Sega Genesis should have been. Oh, nice. That's a that's a mic drop moment. I I want to agree with you and I'll say something else that's kind of a oh, I didn't know that about UGP sort of thing, and then I'll wipe it all away with my final sentence. Uh, there is a time where, for me, actually, Chrono Trigger would have uh, surpassed or usurped Final Fantasy IV. Here's why. There are times when I would not start Final Fantasy IV because I didn't want to do the Sealed Cave. Mm. Like, it had, it, it, you know, you talk about rough. a lull or a shitty part. Okay, rough, that was yeah. it. Chrono Trigger really didn't have that. But there were enough times where I would decide not to start Chrono Trigger because I didn't have the emotional availability. Like, I have to be able to connect yeah. to that game. There's Otherwise, it's not doing it justice. Yeah. You know, I, I have to try to do everything or get the, the ending that I set out to get. Otherwise, so I, I oftentimes think, oh, I want to play it. <clears throat> but I don't start because I can't give the game what it deserves, which is a wholly unique experience uh, for me in that. And then I found out that you can just glitch past the sealed <laughs> cave in Final Fantasy 4. I'm like, you're back in. You're back so, in. Yeah. I I feel like Chrono Trigger is one of the few games that even if you aren't in the mood to play it, playing 30 minutes of that game puts you in the mood to play it. Like, it, it brings you along emotionally. For me, I can't say that for everybody, but I can definitely say I'll be like, all right, I think I'll play Chrono Trigger today. I feel like I'm going to, I feel like I want to, and I'll turn it on and I'll be like, yep, this is the greatest decision I've ever made in my wife, my life next to marrying my wife. That's, that's definitely up there in the top 
three best things I've done in my okay. life. That well, and get up every morning. <laughs> well, and that's that's a, a that's definitely strength. a bottom. That's a bottom three, definitely. Nice, <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's the other thing is with Chrono Trigger. If you start it saying maybe I can do it, maybe whatever, we'll we'll play it casually. That's not and, how that game yeah, works, it man. It never turns immediately. Into it becomes a priority, and other things can wait. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care That's if I have to put the it. dishes off for six months. I had to badge it. I had to go yeah. and get the 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 badge for it so I can say I did it. You know, now now it's like because it's always it's always been with like games like that specifically. God, I haven't done this yet. God, I haven't done that yet. I haven't seen that ending, or I haven't done this ending. We should go do that. But then when you play it, I don't want to stop at that ending. I want to keep going. So I always mm-hmm. go to the whole end and I do all the side quests and I leave I leave the the black omen for last. I do all of that stuff and I still do all the side missions even though it's like okay, to get this specific ending, you have to take the necklace from Shala, then you have to leave. You have to go before she opens the door. You can't get it any other time. And I'm always mm-hmm. like Nah, brah. We're going after that mammoth machine. Let's go. We're we're writing this all the way out. I can't stop here. I can't. You're gonna blue ball me on this. I can't do it. I have to go. I have to keep going. So, real quick, for those that I mean, a lot of our podcast listeners will know what badging is, but for those that don't, uh, retroachievements.org. Uh, you what to badge is to complete all of the achievements in hardcore mode, which means no save states. You don't have to do it in hardcore mode, but I do in hardcore mode because I am used to. No, that's well. I think I'm I with think you on that. I think 200 percent is considered the badge. Yeah, that's what they. That's yeah. An, yeah, they're interchangeable terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I had to. I had to finish it, and I had to prove that I finished it. Same with Battletoads. When I beat these games, I'm just like I'm done with them. I don't ever want to go back to them again. But Chrono Trigger just keeps. It's not a toxic relationship. It's that warm, loving relationship where you're like, I'm having a bad day. I think we're gonna go mm-hmm. save time, and you go do it. I, that's why, yeah, I, I, and and that's why I despise Chrono Cross, and we'll get into that when we do the bottom it, three. It's such an interesting thing to kind of touch on what you're saying about the side quests when you charge the Sunstone for the 50 million years or whatever. Yeah, it, it's an interesting thing because yes, that's a cool idea, but to me, what's infinitely more interesting is the fact that a video game can illustrate how silly the concept and how uniquely uh, to humanity the concept of time is. Yeah, that a game can do that and be like, yeah, it means nothing. Right. If you if you could step outside of that that you know construct, but, you'd see this is all stupid. I still like the concept that even the land masses change. Like yeah. they put they put thought into it. It wasn't like you go you know thousands hundreds of years into the future and it looks exactly the same. It's just like greener, you know, or it looks different. Or there's balloons at the fair this time. You know, there's actual like erosion. There's actual things that aren't there anymore or have come in or appeared and i i like that aspect of it that it was never the same it's it's roughly the same don't get me wrong it's fairly accurate but for the most part it's still you know it's it's a different time and a different concept i think that was really neat now you were quoted in a top five interview for uh, a youtube podcast on october 28 2022 as referring to chrono as the silent protagonist as a silent protagonist, can they have a satisfying story arc? Or Absolutely. are they destined to always be secondary to the, the secondary characters who actually have, um, you know, like dialogue and stuff? Progress. Yeah. I'm going to go back to my number three pick and, and ask you, does a man who flew in to fix a spaceship who gets sucked into literal hell and fight his way out of it and survive... All alone, 
who doesn't say a word throughout the entire game, which is why I'm mad they gave him a voice the other two. Did he not have a killer? Did Isaac Clark not have an amazing story arc of simple engineer coming in to fix a ship to survive hell and get on that, that little skiff and get the hell out of there after sure. all the shit he did on the planet? Guy didn't say two freaking words except for... <laughs> That's literally all Isaac says throughout the first dead space. So yes, I think, but I think where, where you're playing, here's the, and here's the problem with that question, especially in an RPG like this, Isaac Clark is the main character. You don't play anybody else. You play Isaac Clark. That's you. You from start to finish. That's you. That doesn't change with Chrono Trigger. You're playing several different characters with several, several different motives, several different personalities and whatnot. And you do have the silent protagonist. The silent protagonist also gets eliminated. And they go and find him to bring him back to life. You can choose to do that or not. So, yes, Chrono could have a very redeeming story arc for the most part. He sacrificed himself to save his friends. But then they came back to save him and bring him back. Even the worst, like, even who you thought was the guy that started all this shit joined the team to go find him again. Mm -hmm. He's a douchebag the entire time, but he's still <laughs> a cool character, right? Having Majors on your team was like one of the highlights for me as a kid um, because it was one of the first times that a villain like joined your team. I thought that was really yeah. cool. I think if you, if you love that from Chrono Cross, you're also probably a big Dragon Ball Z fan. I am. If you say Chrono Cross and Chrono Trigger one more time, his interview's over. <laughs> By the I way, do. I want to talk about the silent protagonist because I have a point <clears throat> to make as well. So South Park stick of truth. <laughs> if it were the silent protagonist, he wouldn't have been nearly as, as, as funny a character Fair. because they make fun of that over and over and over again. They actually continually wait for you to talk and eventually give up on waiting up, right? for you to talk. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Or they cut you off when you're about to say something. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's the trope. You got to make fun of the trope there. I mean, there's a lot of RPGs <clears throat> where it's like, where the characters are one person, one sprite on the mm -hmm. on the world map, and they're like, get inside me, you know, and, and then all the characters like join and, and then there's like running jokes in other RPGs where they're speaking just like, of tops we'll and bottoms. Here. Wow. Yeah. Speaking of tops and bottoms, get I inside. Like that. Me. Like that like that loop around. I love it. That's what we call so, bridging the gap. Before we go to number one, because yeah. I know what number one is. So yeah, before we go to number one. Anybody who yeah. knows me knows what number one is. I have so about before, a one in six chance of guessing it correctly. Okay. <laughs> but before we go to number one, I'm going back to this question that I was going to ask earlier. And you said that you, you were going to opt out of this question until, but why Elden Ring over Sekiro? That was a hard, it was a hard call. Uh, I think, I think I'm going to be honest. Let's be honest with you. Elden Ring was newer. So it was fresher mm -hmm. in my head. Um, I've talked about Elden Ring a lot more, so I remember a lot of the, a lot of the stuff I did in Elden Ring, and I like I. <laughs> that's what she said. I like how big it is. I like how immersive it is. I like, I like everything about it. Sekiro has just, it just has this genesequa. It, it could have easily been on my bottom on my five or my top five. Easily could have slid in there. There were too many games in the six five little pie chart i made when i was drawing this up going all right i love this game oh, but i like this game more what represents my rpg style what represents me as a person what what five games makes charred monk who he is mm -hmm. and these were the five i came with and sekiro should have been up there i i, I think it's a disservice to not have sekiro anywhere up there 
because it's such a fantastic game and it's such a brilliant release and 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 change from the the dark souls and the and bloodborne was so still dark soulsy even though it was steampunk cthulhu uh hp lovecraft whole nine yard like the scenery changed but it was the same mechanics the same concept sakaro was beautiful it was stealth it was things that i like about those kinds of games where there was more than one way to take an enemy out you didn't have to just if you had to brunt force it then you brunt forced it but if you could if you can sneak up and take out one of their lives and the mechanics and a lot of the boss fights were, were magnificent, but Elden ring is it's a bigger game. It's got a lot of story to it. It's rich with context. It's, it's beautiful because it's new. So it's running on all the new equipment right now. It looks absolutely stunning. And it just, it just stuck with me just a little bit more than, than Sekiro did. But, I do love Sekiro. Don't get me wrong. I think Sekiro was it was in my top five, and then Elden Ring was like, "Oh, hey, never, get out of here! You're done." Right. It was the, it was right. the shark. It it bit it and took it away. So before we talk about your number one spot, um, I got a hold of uh, Chard Mom, spoke to her, and asked her a few questions. This one stood out to me, and I, I want to follow up on this. She had said in the fall of 1993, and this is topical, uh, you had asked for one of three Halloween costumes. Your number one pick that year, Golbez from Final Fantasy IV, which tracks from the list, Melina from Mortal Kombat II, and she said, Mom, this is a quote of charge in 93, I swear to Christ, which I thought was a bit extreme, uh, if you bring home a katana suit, I will straight up burn this piece down. So considering that nobody called anything a piece until 2006 or later, I find that interesting. Um, what was your number one pick that you ended up going with that, or sorry, your number three pick that she found and you were able to, to go with? Anyway, sorry, who were you at Halloween 93? She brought Melina. Or she brought home Katana and I burned that piece down. Mm. But it's okay. fine. We tried to dye it and it just wasn't, it was too dark. I couldn't do it. So they, I went, meant, I went they, meant to, they meant to sell the house anyway. It was fine. Yeah. I went as Ed, Ed Boone. <laughs> Toasty. 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 Yeah. We, we all got there at the same time. <laughs> that was brilliant. Uh, okay. Interesting. She said that you ended up going that year as Cano, which I think she meant to say Cano. Cano. I even had the Australian accent no, and everything. No, he was, he, he, was a, he, was a can, he was a can of Campbell's soup. It was Cano. Really Give me my time. laser eye. You can't. <laughs> it's fine well, it's that. we don't have time for your number one pick uh, yeah. i'm kidding all right Are so let's, let's 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 move on to your i'm sorry i gotta recover from that your number one pick what is your favorite game of all time chard monk the world wants to know uh i know this a is lot the of you this i is know the a lot of you out there i see a lot of you in chat dropping that that hate out there and i don't appreciate it um, we're talking again about my top five, not the bottom five. So if I see Final Fantasy VIII thrown out one more freaking time, <laughs> we're done. Here, let me hang on. Over. Let me let me let me fix that. There, there you go. <laughs> there we are. Thank you, Cross. I love you. Um, the greatest, the greatest game in my personal opinion, and I'll tell you why I'm right is Final Fantasy VI, hands down, best game I've ever played in my entire life. Uh, still holds true. Um, it's only needed two iterations, but not a lot of change to it. I I'm tired of people keep 
I am tired of pixel remasters as much as I love the music. The, the only reason the pixel remasters are good is because the music's better. That's, that's literally the, all they could have done. And if they had just re-released the game the way it was and then put the, the pixel remaster music in, it would have been just as fine. Um, I love everything about Final Fantasy VI. I love the emotion. I love, I love the failings. I love the team dynamic. I love that there's not a sole protagonist of that game. You think it's Terra, and then it's not. It's it's Celeste or as Cells as Paul fucking hates to hear that. Um, it's uh, it's everybody. It's about the game is about winning as a team as a family as a friendship and it's about conquering evil together and not by yourself and and you are not you are not cecil you are not a white knight that is now a lunarian spoiler alert it's everyone you need everyone to go and do it but this game also allowed you to get four characters and then go take on kifska's tower you didn't want to if you were like you know what fuck friendship let's go I'm going to get Moogle. I'm going to get Moog. I'm going to get Sabin and I'm going to get Cyan and we're going to go wreak havoc. We're storming this. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, and I, I just, I just love everything about it. I love every character. I love all of their theme songs are so perfect for each one of the characters, the design for each one of the characters. I have never outside of Chrono Trigger's music. Final Fantasy six is one of the other musics that has elicited an emotional response out of me just sitting in my goddamn car i there's nothing about this game that is bad i can't think of it when i sit back and i think are mini games terrible no is the opera house overdone no are there too many side quests to do no are there too many characters to follow no. Do all their stories coincide with everything going on and they're easy to retain and remember? Yes, every single character has a memorable story, and you want to rock with all of them. You even want to go get freaking Umaro, who you can't even control. But guess what? I'm going to go get that big fucking frost ape, and we're going to go fucking wreak havoc all over the world of Ruin because I can, because they let me. I yeah. the, the sprite work in that is top-notch. I don't think mm-hmm. there's a game out there that doesn't have better sprite work than Final Fantasy VI to this day. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And... um I love how gritty it is. I love how dark it is. It is the greatest video game villain, in my opinion, of all time, which leads me back to another question that was asked and who I thought had a cool character arc. Kefka. Kefka is fucking twisted, man. This man is a psychopath, and they didn't they didn't pump the brakes on him. They didn't say, he's going to go poison the whole town of, of Doma. And then they go, uh, nah, he's not that evil. He's not going to do it. Fuck that. He killed everyone. He killed everyone with Elaine, Owen, all of them. Everyone. Gone. Did he have any remorse? No. He, he laughed, laughed about it. Yep. I was so shook up. When they did that stuff, because that you don't see that kind of stuff in NES games. They're telling me Callisto Protocol is too violent. You got a psychopathic clown that literally blew up the world and won. He won. He did exactly what he said he was going to do. But that's the best part of the game. It's yeah. not about winning. It's about mm. what you do mm. after that terrible tragedy has happened. Do you, do you just fall? Do you f- jump off the mountain on the island after Sid passes away because you keep feeding him sick fish because you forgot to go pick up the fast fish, which are the healthy fish, and it also takes 20 goddamn minutes longer to bring him back to health than it is three minutes to kill his ass? Mm, no. It's the effort, yeah. Labor you of don't. love. 
You don't throw yourself off the cliff. You fucking find a raft and you go out there to go find your goddamn friends. Queue up in search for friends by Uematsu. You're going out there. You see Saban holding up a town. He's holding up an entire roof. So you run in there to go save a child. Guess what? You got the best MMA fighter in the entire goddamn country running around with you now. Oh, yeah. wait, we need a we need an airship. Let's go get Setzer, that drunk ass gambling a-hole. Oh, kidnapper, too, by the way. Uh, but he's got a killer ship, you know, until he gets split in half when the world destroys. But I mean, see, do you see where I'm going with this? Do you see yeah. how all these people have all these intertwined things? And you are just invested. You are invested in everyone. You leave no man behind in Final Fantasy. At least I don't. I can't bear to think of finishing that game without going to Fine Realm and saving yeah. Strago from, from his thing and getting Cyan out of his nightmares and all of that stuff. And, and, Listening to the what is it the Beastie Boys rendition of uh, Ozer Ozer's Mansion, which is dope. Um, <laughs> when they have the the music for that, so uh, I love Mount Colts. I love I love everything about that game. I like all the side missions, the maps, the stupid Phoenix Cave puzzles. I loved it. I loved yeah. everything. And the Espers, you want to talk about coolest shit in the world? Mm-hmm. Espers are the coolest fucking shit in the world, bro. I'm telling you right fucking now. There's nothing cooler than fucking Bahamut coming down and toasting some assholes. I have to point out that when you got all close up, it looks like you have a bonnet on instead of a shark head. It's great. Which I'm here for. I'm here for the bonnet. Oh, yeah. Uh, I I swear to you by my... I like to fold my my, back. By my non-floral red-rimmed bonnet, (laughs) I will end you. It's spiny. Yeah. They, I remember when the DS remake of four came out and they started referring to summons as Eidolons, which yeah. is a cool word, but I'm like, why did they not just use Espers, man? Espers is dope. I, well, you know, Espers is iconic. The, the, the DS four came out after nine, I'm assuming. Yes. Correct me if yeah. I'm wrong. And Eidolons were the name of the Espers in nine. I know, but give me, give me Espers. I, agree. I you know. I uh, yeah. 100% agree. I thought Espers was way cooler than I Also, was. I mean, if you're a fan of steampunk, that aesthetic, that kind of idea, Six absolutely knocked it out of the park with that. I mean, that was the whole vibe. The mixture and, between magic and machinery was just... Yeah. Mm. Well, and yes, it yes. straddles that line. There's that uh, famous, I think it's Arthur C. Clarke quote that is, um, what is it? Uh, magic is just science that is... Not uh, currently uh, known. Uh, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. I'm paraphrasing Arthur C. Clarke. Give me a break here, okay? No, I, I, <laughs> you're not wrong. I loved. I know that a lot of people think that they went a little too like left wing with the freaking with the machines and the robots and all that other stuff. But it's it's all powered by magic. I mean, I I thought it, it's the steampunk thing, right? And I like the steampunk kind of thing. So Absolutely. you know, it keeps it within its own vein and its own like imagination, but. I mean, aside from having the airships and, and literally every single game up to this point, what other like, what other machines did you have? You had the hovercraft in one. You had the lunar whale. I mean, you had all that cool stuff from four, and they just kind of brought it over with them because five didn't have a lot of the machinery types aspects. I think they had like war mech was a secret boss, and they had a couple things, but it was always about the void and it was about magic, and it was more. Right more you know swords and magic and stuff like that and then they went to six and it's like they took four and, and please don't take this the wrong way but they, i feel like they kicked it up a notch with with the machinery and and the magic and, oh, and the characters sure. and all that stuff and I, <laughs> I i think one of my personally uh to go along with you one of my favorite things about six even over four is i mean let's just compare and contrast their endings four has some loss 
you know, uh, the goodbye of, of Tella and Fusoya and the Lunarians and all this mm-hmm. stuff, uh, and, and Golbez and, you know, all, all these things. But ultimately, you your main character becomes king and queen, and there's a celebration of life and all these things for everybody who survived, and we've moved on. Right. Six ends, and it's, it's still that sh- wispy, yeah. windy noise, and they're all at the top of the hill saying, I guess we got to go down this mountain now and, and go home. Yeah, we got to rebuild. And it's this this interesting feeling of like we did it and then you're just immediately reminded that the world was still ruined and right. you know it's but it's still that the, hope, the ending, hope keeps the ending, things alive you know we we we're still yeah. alive because we had hope but that i think is what makes it so effective is every single character's missing piece of their personality is hope and i've said this before every time you meet a character it's like a contest for them to one up how sad they are yeah Against the rest of the thing, but then wrong. when you look at how they react at the end, uh, you know, pull themselves up by their bootstraps, climb this mountain, kill this guy, and then let's get back to rebuilding. Mm-hmm. That when when the ending pays off the missing section of each character, and you didn't realize they all had that common thread, it, it I've never felt anything like that, even in movies. Mm-hmm. So I, but, I'm with you with this one, but yeah, it's it's disgusting to, how good. But it is. to hate a to, but to hate a villain, I mean. <laughs> You think Golbez is the is the enemy the entire time of six till you get to the Lunarians and then you get Zero Mist and all that stuff. And that was a night of sorry for it's got that whole twist. I mean, that was an M. Night Shyamala like six cents X twist for me, where it's like, wait, he was being mind controlled this whole time, you know, like this whole holy shit. But yeah, Kafka was yeah. Kafka was right there, front and center. And when I was younger, I was kind of annoyed with that at first. But when it gets to him just being full-on nihilist, full-on hope will not keep anyone alive. I will swallow hope and destroy everything because I want to, because I can. Not not because he was going to be emperor, not because he wanted the world. No, he wanted nothing. He just yeah. wanted to watch the boat burn. That's all <laughs> he wanted to do. You're wearing your Batman shirt. I had to do it. Yeah, I I'm sorry. To. I got to say a couple things here about why you're so right. And Sinister, I know you're chomping at the bit to say a few things. I'll say this. Uh, one of the great things about Kepka, in a similar way to to the Joker, is he was he was an idea. He was a concept uh, because he he didn't understand the point or the value of hopes and dreams. Like he even says that. Like, where's it all going? What's right. the point? Exactly. Let's just end it now. At least I, love I can it. control that. And it's it still to this day was was again well executed, but it, it, it's so scary. Also, it if anybody wants to learn how to do a, a good Michael Caine impression, uh, all you have to do is say Michael Caine, and that's how he says his name. Ish Michael Caine. Ish Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Yeah. Some people just want to watch the world. It's so good. We, Nobody's ever going to do that as good we except found, for Michael Caine. We found children playing with those gems. <laughs> This is I, this Michael Caine might be our new <laughs> celebrity. Cele- okay, all right. And if he comes on, I insist that he sings closer by Nine Inch Nails. Uh, uh, I thought he was going to do Hurt. Hurt. His, he wrote originally. Hurt originally. Did Nine Inch Nails yeah. do Hurt? Now no, before he, they, anybody they comes hurt. after me, yes, I understand they did that song. <laughs> we have a we running have a joke. Going... We have a very yes. running long joke. We understand. I that realized the minute hurt, that yes. left my lips. The world was going to come for me, and I had to explain. Well, there goes our yeah. Trent Reznor interview. No, no, no. What if, what if we have Michael Caine interview Trent Reznor on our podcast? That means somebody dresses up as Trent Reznor. <laughs> he dresses up as Michael Caine. Well, my, well Mr. Reznor, <laughs> Mr. Reznor, how did you feel about writing 
this song called Hat. Were you <laughs> in pain the whole time? Or were you just trying to get some words out for the world to hear? Please let us know what is on your mind. Can, can you describe <laughs> can you describe which day today was that you hurt yourself to see if you still felt? Did I you guess li- it was a did Tuesday? You, did you literally wear a crown of shit on your head for the fucking song? That and, is dedication. And, and can you tell me about how you go about making a lawyer's chair? Can I buy one at my local store? Is that what they sell outside of the Cracker Barrel? I don't do accents. I don't do voices. Okay. Oh, shit. That's our next uh, TikTok right there. The only th- yeah. the only thing I was really chomping to say was was uh, charred stream before this podcast. I mentioned that we were going to have a, a good number of charred rants, and I haven't been disappointed. It's no. good, and they're not angry. They're more passionate. No, no, they're more passionate. I I love all these games, and and it's difficult to choose five. Like that's the hard the hardest thing about this whole thing was picking five. Because there's so many. And, and at first I was like, God, I like like two games. And as I thought about it, I went, no, you don't. You like like a hundred freaking games. And now you got to narrow that down to five. And I sat at work like on lunch going, uh, Sekiro. I love Sekiro. Oh, but I like Elden Ring more. And then Jake, fucking Jake, you're going <laughs> to pick Dark Souls 1. <laughs> Dark Souls 2. two Marvel Snap. Three. Dark Souls 4. Whatever. Uh... <laughs> Battletoads. Marvel oh, stuff. Yeah. Do you even know who I am? He didn't get a <laughs> single one right. Like he just swung and missed the whole time. And then and then later was like, You guys play Marvel Snap yet? You know, play some Marvel Snap. We gotta play some Marvel Snap. Don't play Marvel Snap. Don't play it. Don't play well, it. It's behind you, a paywall. Don't play it. You mentioned that you know picking your top five is hard, and we haven't done my top five yet, but I just want to say <laughs> I don't like any games. Oh, so my I, top five is nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> I, I have a whole other set of, is of research that I've done. <laughs> and then uh, Circus Charlie Circus is Charlie. my entire really bottom that, five. I'm really glad that Sick Jake is no Michael Caine. <laughs> I remember Circus Charlie was originally going to be called Carnival Charles. <laughs> I see again, I can't do it. But to, to address Sinstress... <laughs> No. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> that's all I got. That's the closest to redemption. I'm gonna get Chard, I gotta tell you, man, this is a, a great interview. I appreciate you rolling with the punches and my my made up, uh, you know, research. I've Wait, fired my research up? department. Mm. Say what? Good, yeah, those were all totally made up, none of those were real, especially <laughs> well, about the, the, the other. The other Especially. quote I got from your mother was that Sonya Blade was your second favorite uh, sexy character next to, and this is a very odd and specific thing, the yellow Yoshi from Super <laughs> Mario World. That shit's hot. And oh, sorry. That, that might be a therapy question instead of a press speak question. So. That's not what your mother said last night, Trebek. Ev- everything, was a lie. everything was a lie except for him, him going, his going as Kano around the neighborhood. And instead of saying trick or treat, he was just yelling the C word at everyone. I was. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting into his as can as Canadian, as Australian that was, as I can. 
one of the most shocking moments in Presby history. <sighs> Sorry. No, don't be. I loved it. it, was yeah, it was I haven't even had any water, so. You're lots, underwater, my friend. Lots and lots of water. I live in water. There I'm always moist. Uh, you and me both, brother. Okay. Well, well played. Uh, well, let's <laughs> let's wind this down. Um, if you agree with Chard or don't agree with him, you know, uh, go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button and uh, put something in the in the comments. Let us know what you imagined his top five would have been, not you sick Jake. And uh, we'll talk about it. Or, you know, find our Discord. Go to pressbeatcancel.com uh, and, and find our Discord. Join us at Discord. 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 And follow us there. Let's talk about find, it. We love find it. us Some Discord. people just want to watch the Discord. Uh, if I had known this is how the episode would have ended, I would have had you guys do the opener as Michael Caine. So maybe we'll do that for Charge Bottom 5. <laughs> Today I on. I want to watch these games burn. Today on. Michael Caine. <laughs> All right, fellas. Today uh, on my lawyer's chair. Sinister. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you got something to promote or if you got something going on, tell everybody about it. Tell them where they can find you. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with enough uh, IRL stuff. Work's busy. Life's busy. I haven't been streaming, so find me here. Or I, uh, I do comment on the on the Twitters. Although we'll see, since Elon Musk now owns it. Yeah, that might be changing. Uh, and I'm going to let Chard go out with, with him at the end. So I'll go ahead and say, everybody, thanks for listening. My name's Guy Prime. You can find me, along with Sinistar, here on Press B to Cancel. And, uh, yeah, I really do hope that you you start playing along on Discord because we really do have a lot of lively chats there. And, uh, yeah, love everybody. Thanks for showing up. And thank you for everybody who's here in chat. It's been great to see each and every one of you. All right, Chard, tell them all about it, and then we'll sign off. Well... You can go ahead and find me in places like Twitch at www.twitchtv.chomo. Why did you say that name? <laughs> Martha. Martha. Uh, you can also find me here, obviously, at Press B to Cancel uh, with these wonderful people here. Um, and I'm all over social media. And I'm also in the Discord. I just, I'm so freaking busy at work that I don't always have time to chat on the Discord. So I apologize for that. That's completely on me. You can also see me swimming around the sea with all these other shorts. Happy Halloween, everybody. This is the reason why I'm wearing this today. It came in today. My wife and I are going out tomorrow night dressed as as idiots we're addressed as idiots and and enjoy halloween tomorrow because i have to work on halloween so you will find me at my job dressed as a shark on monday should be a good time. i love it uh and quick little bit of trivia i want to give everybody trivia as we you know throw this out here these headphones actually ran out of juice about 28 minutes ago so i'll go <laughs> back and watch it. this i'm sure it was great i'm sure it was wonderful and it's very easy to <laughs> lip read final fantasy 6 so fantastic that Especially when, so we're, good. especially when we're doing Michael Caine. He's not <laughs> deaf, you idiot. <laughs> Your whole face changes when you do Michael Caine. I can very, very easily identify that. Perfect. All right, guys. Uh, Chard, yeah, tell everybody bye. I guess you already told them where you are, so I, I ruined the whole Chard leading us out. Sorry. Some people just want to watch the top five burn. <laughs>
Thank <laughs> you.